All right, Sue, we are still at the CBC. We are. We were rocking the audio podcast today, actually, which is unique for us for a while. Um, we are sitting down with the gentleman behind Cavendish, which I read the blurb. I'm very excited because <laughs> the first thing that popped into my head, and I don't know how retro your television tends to be, but it reminds me of Erie, Indiana, and yep. oh, Freaky so Lakes, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and a little bit of Twilight Zone kind of thing happening there. Yeah, it yeah, just yeah. sounds like so much fun. Yes. So, without getting into a fight, whose idea was it? Mine. <laughs> it was mine. It's my show. It was my idea. It was out, I mean, it was, it was kind of a combination of uh, my, ex- my experience as a child while going to Cavendish, um, uh, and Mark's love of weird, spooky things. And my inability to write anything that doesn't feature a beast. <laughs> or a ghost. <laughs> or some kind of mummy. Origin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone has or said... something involving Anne Green Gables. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has called this... Um, uh, Twin Peaks meets Scooby-Doo. Credit, oh, credit's perfect. due. Credit's due. Who is it? Rudy Blair. Rudy Blair. Oh, Rudy. Come Rudy on. Blair, honestly. Twin it, Peaks meets Scooby-Doo. I think that's accurate. That's, we're like, wow, yeah. that's that's great. If you've ever Sold. watched Twin Peaks and thought to yourself, I wish this was worse. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish this guy had a mask he would pull Just off. Rip off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish this was a little less Damn funny kids. and a lot yeah. less tense. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind Your of dreams about to come true. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Lower those expectations, Canada. <laughs> so obviously, Kevin, this is this is not based on the real Cavendish. I mean, I guess you could say it's based, but it, we've t- taken some serious liberties. <laughs> it's set inside a child's uh, eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, it all takes place in a snow globe. It's one snow globe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, so Haven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're it's making true. Canada Saint Elsewhere. Is that what that was? Saint, uh, Elsewhere. Saint Elsewhere. It actually honestly almost was our setting was going to be where Haven was. No way. <laughs> Don't change that. Yeah. Um, Chester? Chester. Chester. Chester, Nova Scotia. Yep. Yeah. So we shot in a combination of Nova Scotia and uh, Prince Edward Island. No way. Yeah. Fantastic. So it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Too bad about the scenery there, huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> sucks. <laughs> you well, heard it here first. We're yeah, we're really excited uh, uh, that we got to shoot uh, shoot, you know, uh, Maritimes for Maritimes mm-hmm. and not, you know go to right? Ontario and shoot there. Although we love Ontario, it's just nice to have a show that's set in the Maritimes. We love all of Canada. We love all of Canada, Maybe except yeah. Manitoba. <laughs> Sink into the sea, Manitoba. Get lost. Landlocked. <laughs> Find the sea and sink into it, you landlocked fool. Fool? I really just had one. to censor myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I was going. I was going for a curse word. You totally get it. It would have been fine. Um, um, having read a number of the synopsis for the episodes, and you guys being the writers and creators and behind it, was there any idea that you thought, that's too far out there and let's pull it back a touch? Or is it all, does it all end up being in there? <laughs> there was a push and pull, you know? We, yeah, we didn't want to like lose the thread. Yeah, I mean, we kind of went to, we wanted to make a show that we enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, And we only enjoy one show. We only enjoy one show. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Because we made that. <laughs> yeah. I play the dog, and yeah. Andy plays the four all of humans. Them. All yeah. the rest of them. The, uh, I mean, it certainly has, I, I mean, we were in a sketch troupe together called Picnic Face, which is a very absurdist sketch troupe, and okay. it certainly has a little bit of that, but, I mean, Picnic Face was eight people, and it was very, very absurdist and very odd, and I think um, this is only slightly odd. We have, a, we have the stories are simple. The stories, mm-hmm. I think, are, um, are relatable. 
uh, right? I think. Yeah. No. <laughs> and, but we so every sure. week it's a, it's like uh, can I afford uh, rent? Can I, like <laughs> what are my kids gonna do right, if they fail one. an exam? Yeah. <laughs> It's relatable in a sense. It's like it's hu- it's not inhuman. It's not uh, completely out there. But, it's, but it is like we're running for our lives from a cult of Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> yeah, I know people can't necessarily. Well, I know that that's relatable in a sense. Like we the, all go through that once. But, <laughs> but, but the, this quick, the engine of that is our relationship, our brotherly dynamic mm-hmm. that we've sort of established and, and built over the last ten years of working together. Yeah, um, which is you know Mark plays sort of a younger brother to my older, more serious one. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what's not coming across at all, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I play the fun-loving buffoon, and Andy plays the. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. The old shit. I'm not an old bag of shit. I'm a serious person who like brings who Now that I found out I can swear, I'm getting rude. So. I'm getting rude and crude. Watch out. I forgot this was a podcast. I thought this was like a, a just an a interview. Chat. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh I'm being so careful. Yeah. Mm, like I'm like bobbing and weaving through these podcast waters. Rude, crude, contemporary, political, down mm. with Trump. Uh <laughs> Insulting I'm to sure. and part insulting of to part yeah. of Canada, yeah. only Manitoba. Only the center cannot hold. Be gone. I love Manitoba. <laughs> right? I do. I'm just gonna quickly check. Manitoba's right. great. Yeah, sure. You Winnipeg? Check if you love Manitoba. <laughs> no, I just wanted to check. <laughs> Winnipeg. Brantford. <laughs> I know it. Brantford? I know it. Brantford, Manitoba. Is that Manitoba? the right word? No. Bran. 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 I only know Winnipeg. Oh God, <laughs> Brand. I'm just very. I'm very. I'm Churchill from the, the Maritimes. Yeah, me too. I'm used yeah. to people yeah. forgetting where New Brunswick is. Sure. Yeah, that one's the one like I'm trying. If it's not St. Stephen, New Brunswick, it's not important. Yeah, it's right there on the border. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, actually, it's funny that you guys brought up the relationship with the brothers because right. we found that. Um, <laughs> Let's bring it back to that. Right, you gotta bring it back around. <laughs> is that for the most part it doesn't necessarily matter what this what the what the story arcs are as long as the as long as people keep coming back for the characters right and just the vibe we're getting here the characters sound like they're going to be a lot of fun and honestly i kind of have to agree with rudy that it does it feels like it's got cult classic kind of written all over it right now classic well i'm hoping, <laughs> i don't know if that's what rudy said but i'll take it i'm hoping it's i'm polishing uh, it i'm hoping it's just yeah. As broad as possible. We want as many people to watch it. I so, want yeah. people to love the characters so much that they truly ignore how much they hate the stories. <laughs> <laughs> they cannot stand They don't understand them. I They're didn't confusing. like how it started. <laughs> I hated how it ended. And the middle was the worst part. <laughs> but those characters. I keep coming back for that. I yeah. keep coming back to see if hopefully, mercifully, they'll get killed off. <laughs> and replaced with real actors that I recognize. <laughs> yeah, we're very bad in it. <laughs> Easily the worst part of our own show, but you, you recast yeah. us. You can't you can, contractually. You can't we gotta it. be in it. Yeah. <laughs> the creative masterminds. You can't change that. That's right. That's, masterminds. Yeah, I'll take that too. I'll take that. Oh, we're, we're gonna use all this stuff. stuff up. Up. I'm putting this on my resume. Creative, creative mastermind. Yeah. Called classic. Right. Called classic. Now, now I just kind of want to go back because you talked about writing all kinds of stories that you know they always had to have a beast in it. Mm. So, did you grow up like? loving horror films and stuff like that and yeah i guess so you know spielberg mm. that was my access point sure so that's and that's how we deal with genre i think we go like i mean i've since then like gotten into other stuff but spielberg's always what brings me back you know i just love like et poltergeist even like jurassic park very much that vibe of like the way you get into this story is through a family relationship yep. and it's like not cheesy like 
he gets this weird rep where there's cheese in Spielberg for sure, but like, and but and especially later on, but like, that family relationship in ET and Poltergeist, they're so good and they're yeah. so nuanced and neat, and you you be perfectly happy just watching that family hang out, but then also this supernatural element mm-hmm. gets added to it, and then it's like terrific, and then you're like <laughs> off to the races, and that family thing's kind of like like floating through it all but then you know you've got this high genre element that's like so fun in itself so that combination that Spielberg always almost always did until, yeah at least in the early part of his career was like that's it mm. that's the best what's the family relationship and minority report <laughs> well minority report <laughs> listen that's well, no longer the period the of post. Spielberg that I'm standing <laughs> up <laughs> that's true the post you know all oh, that that, that, that what is the family re- the family relationship in minority report I mean wasn't I guess it, it, would be, it would be the three pre the three precogs yeah. oh yeah that's, just yeah. chilling around a kitchen yeah. table I would watch a sitcom <laughs> about the precogs right? our show is if the precogs just hung yeah. out we're gonna say something <laughs> funny but he's already said it in the future so yeah. we'll come back to it that's, yeah. Right. Yeah. that's deep yeah so if you like E.T. you'll love this show that i mean that's too that's, that's too much that is too much but if you like if you love et and you're willing to settle for something much worse than that yeah. you'll love this show yeah yeah if you don't need the quality of et if you're like oh man i should turn this off and watch et that's essentially one. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's what we're aiming for right there yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. essentially stranger things for me my favorite yeah. movie growing up was monster squad i love monster squad man. that's my favorite movie I'm getting ready to just introduce our kid to that. I'm like, dude, it's time to watch Monster Squad. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked Goonies, but we and That's the Spielberg version. Yeah, I know. But you know, that's the one place where the I turn Spielberg my back on Spielberg. version? Oh, I don't know which one came first. Probably Goonies, Goonies came first. Goonies came first. But I, you know what? Monster Squad's a pretty good distillation of what we do because we're a bit more Shane Black than Spielberg in our dialogue. Ooh, okay. A bit more Fred Decker and Shane Black. That's nice. I guess that's true, yeah. But we still try to keep that Spielberg heart. Okay. Do we have Spielberg? I mean, you know, here and there. We pull. <laughs> up, we, we, if, if ever we have heart, we do pull the rug out pretty quickly. Yeah, from we it. don't so lean into it too hard. It's but a little it's there. It's like, a bit. The stories yeah, aren't not it's more sweet. Like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, uh, not quite. Not that cynical. It's not that mean, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we love well, Canadian, so we can't yeah. do that. Yeah, that's, yeah, right. that mean. that's true. I don't know who boiled it down for me, but some there's an intense sweetness to Canadian comedy. Like Canadian comedy does not know what it is and has never really known what it is. I'm stepping away from this one. Do you uh, think? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we understand what British comedy is to the point that anyone from any other culture could under, could describe it. Dry, self-deprecatory, yeah, yeah, uh, verbal. Yeah, American comedy, broad, more physically based. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to just, like, how would you turn Chris Farley into a genre? But that vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that sort yeah. of, like, slapstick. In Canada, it's like this push and pull between, like, what is yeah. Canadian comedy. It's been forever. But if you look at all the famous Canadian comedians, like John Kennedy and, like, uh, Martin Short, Rick Moranis, and various others, um, like Catherine O'Hara, Eugene Levy, like, mm. there is a... It's, first of all, it's character comedy. And secondly, it's... Um, there's a sweetness. I mean, John Candy's yeah. the perfect distillation of it. Where yeah. it's just like, yeah. there's an intense warmth that even when he's playing shitheads, the warmth is there. Do we fall into that? I don't yeah. know. I would love to fall into a category of... Of, of John Candy? Uh, John Candy or Catherine O'Hare or Eugene yeah. Levy. Yeah. These are things you can never live up can. to, but... But, yeah, <laughs> no, you can't do that. But what you said about the sweetness in Canadian comedy, yes. I believe that's true. Yeah. 
I think that's one I thing mean, we know that about. That would be nice if there was some inherent sweetness in this because it can get pretty mean. You're pretty like, mean. Even to Trailer Park Boys had bubbles. Well, <laughs> yeah. Trailer Park Boys has, has a lot you of know? sweetness. Trailer Park Boys has Food a lot of sweetness. sweetness. Yeah, yeah. It does. that's a dip. Yeah, that's a huge yeah. amount of sweetness in Trailer Park Boys. Yours Actually. just kind of runs through the room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweetness pokes its head out, and then like the groundhog, it returns yeah. to its hole. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, that yeah, there's perfect. a lot of rug poking. Gentlemen, that is perfect. Thank you so much.